Welcome to another amazing episode of the Path to Podcast Success with your host, audience building and fear crushing podcast expert, Evan Bradley Johnson. Every single week, Evan has powerful conversations with successful entrepreneurs and business owners, revealing the podcast strategies they use to grow their subscribers and sales, and how you can use your podcast to finally get to that next level. Now, turn on your mic and let's start down the path to podcast success. Okay, welcome everyone to another very exciting episode of Path to Podcast Success. I have a guest here with me today that I am very happy to welcome to the show. I have a feeling this is going to be a pretty fun and insightful conversation. So, Monique Tunin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Evan. Thank you for having me. Of course, we appreciate you being here. (laughs) So, (laughs) I like to start off in the same place with all my guests, and that is by making sure that everyone listening is on the same page and they have the context that they need to get the most they can out of this conversation. So for those people, go ahead and tell us, what is it that you do? Well, I call myself a dream life alchemist. Um, You know, I believe that a lot of people, um, if they change their attitudes towards life, and if you look with different eyes to your life, You can alchemize all the shit things in your life into gold. At least that's how I did it. And um, my topic that I uh, teach other people uh, is uh, how to get to financial independence as quick as possible, as simple as possible. So that's that's in a nutshell what I what I teach, what I do, um, and coming from some very deep experiences in life that I uh, was able to alchemize in a way that I'm truly happy right now and being financially independent and living my dream life. Okay, that's amazing. And so uh, how long have you been doing this work for? Uh, I started my uh, entrepreneurial ship, uh, I think I was in, in 2000, well, I, I always was like an entrepreneurial mind, uh, but I started my business in 2009, and um, but in a different shape and form that I do it right now. I started as, uh, as a side hustle. And in 2015, I chose to be full-time entrepreneur. But a lot of things ha- have happened in between. Okay, nice. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what made you decide to focus on this specific, you know, uh, business? Well, uh, that's a funny question, uh, at least for me, when I'm going to tell you what what the background is to shift it to uh, financial independence. Because um, I always, uh, I remember that my my dad was a person who was only focused on money. And as a, as a young adult, I followed uh, the things that my dad said to me uh, because he was convinced that money is the thing uh, to 
have a lot in life and how you can accomplish it. And I remember that I, in the beginning, I was, um, well, very uh, fond of money. I wanted to earn a lot of money. And I did. Uh, as a as a young adult, I earned um, at least uh, a director salary uh, in in casinos. I worked in casinos for twelve years, and um, but actually, um, I was a little bit rep, um, a little rebel uh, against my dad because at one point I was like, "Well, money isn't everything, right?" Uh, because um, Everything that is behind it, like love, like yeah, freedom, you know, um, I earned a lot of money, but I worked like 100 hours a week. So what kind of life do you have when you have a lot of money, but you have no life, right? So actually, um, last year, I noticed that I had a blockage on money. What not not like in, um, I mean, I was already financially free, but uh, financially independent, I have to say. But there was something I, I held a grudge to my dad because of his um, love for money. And it, this was unconscious. And um, the funny thing is, when I start to work on that blockage, it shifted my perspective. And that's why I started to create my new program, which is the Financial Independence Program, where I teach people how to uh, become as quick as possible uh, in the simplest way um, and as profitable as possible uh, to become financial independent. Now, you would say, okay, that's everything got to do with money, but um, it's actually the other way around. Because when you are financially independent, meaning your life costs, month, your monthly life costs are covered without worrying, there is a lot of stress that that you release because certainly you don't have to work anymore if you want. So the freedom to choose to work is a whole different ballgame because there is no must anymore. So you start to work from purpose. What do you really, really want to do? What is your soul saying to you? How? What is the one thing that you have accomplished that you could teach others. And, you know, in the beginning, I wasn't intent to create my new program. But after, like, when I was, like, six months on the road, because I live a nomadic life right now, because I love traveling and traveling the world together with my little dog spirit, um, I thought, you know, I wish more people know, knew how to how how quickly you possibly can to c- become financial independent because the freedom you have and and uh, the fun and more energy you have 
life is so beautiful, but you you have to be um, how do I say? You have to have the courage to step into a new space, if you understand what I mean. No, one hundred percent. Yeah. So if you because you you I always say your your first career is is from your default behavior. That's what you've learned, what everybody expects from you. But if you change your your career in excuse me uh, in later in life and you you start to learn that all the behavior was um, our mindsets and beliefs you adapted from other people without you being conscious about it. And when you start to understand that, then you also know that you can break those uh, beliefs and you can break uh, your attitude and you can break your beliefs. But that feels uncomfortable in the beginning because you're so used to do the things you always did that trying something new, well, that, that needs creativity. And most of the time, if you are so busy, you don't have time to to meditate or you don't have time for reflection. You you cannot um, you're not aware of it. So as long as you're not aware of it, you cannot change it. And that was for me uh, after 2015 when I. Um, when I was recently uh, divorced, and my first trigger was when I was 28. I was still working in in a casino um, when my brother died in a car accident. And I was 28 at the time. Uh, that was a shock to me because I was like, wow, you know, I'm working here like 100 hours a week. And... Life can be over just in, in a snap of your fingers uh, because on Friday evening I was talking with him and the next day I was identifying him in a hospital. You know, that was huge. That that cracked me open in a in a in an emotional way. And then I started to develop um well, thinking about it, what am I going to do with my life? Uh, I want to get everything out of life because you can be gone tomorrow, you know. And I switched careers after that. It took me five years before I had the courage to uh, to sh- to shift it. And um, I wanted to be uh, a coach. I felt like a calling instead of taking people's money, what I did in the in the casino and in the game uh, um, industry. I was like, well, I I rather like help help people to accomplish uh, other things in life that makes you happy. So that I pursued this, and uh, well, ten years later with 10 years of education and um, 
working because I had to uh, invest in my in my in my education. I became an entrepreneur. So the road was long, but uh, super fulfilling. That that that's a really amazing story, and that that's the thing with entrepreneurs, right? I feel like it's the case for everyone. The road is yeah. long, but fulfilling. And I mean, that's yes. that is very very true. So I'm yes. curious. When you first decided to become an entrepreneur, when you first dived into this whole world, what was your biggest fear? And uh, did that fear end up coming true? Uh, well, you know, the, um, what I, the fear was, how do I get consistent income like you have in corporate, right? Because I, uh, I remember that I wanted to buy a house and at that time, it was very difficult for an entrepreneur to buy a house. So I decided to go into corporate because I wanted to buy a house. I wanted to buy real estate. And um, that was the biggest trigger. Uh, shifting from um, the consistent income, but the golden cage, if you want to call it like this, uh, to being fully 100% responsible for your own income. Meaning, as you know, as an entrepreneur, and uh, I think your listeners too, that's a huge shift because in corporate, everything is done for you, right? The marketing uh, gets uh, done. Uh, we have all these departments within a corporate. But if you uh, become an entrepreneur, well, you have to do the whole nine yards. And you have like different roles within your uh, company uh, or your business. And that was in the beginning was hard. I remember that I still was... In the beginning, I still um, approached my uh, my business with a corporate employee mindset, and that had to had to shift, of course, and that took a while. Right. Yeah. That makes sense, and it definitely takes some time to shift that mindset. You know oh, yeah. what I mean? Well, what is something you did? Because I'm a big fan of actionable advice. So, what is one? What is one thing you did to help that mindset shift along? Uh, well, it's actually by paying, to be honest, uh, because I didn't have any income, uh, and I was like, "Well, how am I going to to shift this?" And um, the one thing that I started to work with was my relationship with money and meaning like how do I feel about having money how do I feel um, having no money or less money how do I feel when I have a windfall uh, when I get extra money how do I cope with and a good exercise could be um because a lot of people, um, and also my clients, I always ask them, what is important for you? Where do you spend your money on? And a lot of people say, I don't know. Well, 
you do know because uh, check your bank account for like the last uh, four weeks and see where you spend it on. That is what you think is important. And the second question you have to ask yourself, how um, how much money do you spend in a way that is actually a distraction of what you truly want? So five years later, I made this shift hugely, meaning I sold everything I had, my house, my, my, my furniture, my, uh, my watches, uh, my jewelry, everything I had, I sold. And I'm going to tell you that um, because I thought at one point how many things in stuff, owning stuff, do I maintain with money, and money is energy, how much energy do I need to maintain the stuff that I own? So today I live, my stuff is 37 kilos, exclude the, the dog. Uh, so I, my life is only 37 kilos. That's the, the, everything I have. And I'm going to tell you, it, I, it's, it feels enlightened because you don't have to manage or maintain things. You have so much headspace. Um, you have the headspace to, to focus on other things in life, such as how to get financially independent. Because then you have no pressure anymore to that you have to work. You choose to work because you, you want it and you like it and you love what you're doing. So that was a huge, huge shift for me. I think that makes a lot of sense because that's the thing, right? Is I feel like, at least for me, my mindset is I work to live. I don't live to work. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yes. 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 And and I I'm absolutely um, so. What pressured it was I was uh, in 2020. I was uh, diagnosed with breast cancer. So uh, me being an entrepreneur, uh, having breast cancer and uh, have to go through chemo, um, losing your hair as a woman, um, not knowing if you're going to make it, um, going through this disease because a lot of women uh, die on, on, on breast cancer, um, for me, it was actually, and this may sound very weird, this was a God's gift because it, the disease changed my life. I had to become friends with my body and I had to uh, ask for help even if I didn't want to. 
because I'm, I'm not sure if you're familiar with uh, uh, how uh, the trajectory, the the way you have to go through uh, chemo, your energy reduces on, from 100% back to like 40%. So you have no energy. And so I, I was I became very, very aware of what was truly important for me, what gave me quality of life. And um, I had to, to choose, do I cook a meal for myself, a lovely meal, because your your taste is, is going to reduce like for 50% as well due to the chemo. Uh, or do I clean my house? Well, of course, I chose uh, to cook a meal for myself. And I had to ask for people to uh, to clean my house. And this is something I, I, I used to have a, a person who cleaned my house. But at that point, I didn't have it. I was like, well, I can do it myself. Well, you know, that's the thing. You can do everything yourself, but do you allow yourself and do you value fun in life? Do you value quality in, in life? And we all say, yes, we do. Yes, we do. But we don't act on it. So for me, the cancer became for me the big shift uh, because I asked myself if I'm going to make it I I am um, blessed with another choice uh, with another chance in life and I always wanted to travel and I was like well now I am going to do it I'm just going to do it and of course, I didn't know where where I was going, or we were still in 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 COVID time, so we had still the pandemic. And I was like, I don't care, I'm going. So I stayed. Uh, the first two two trips were in Europe, and after um, the the borders went open again, I went to Mexico, and I'm currently in uh, Guatemala. I think that's really powerful because something I really, really try to share on the podcast and the message I try to spread as much as I can is that everyone should be able to live their life as they choose. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's your life. If you want to travel, travel, right? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think that is incredibly powerful. Yeah, but you know, the thing is, uh, a lot of people, uh, I have done a, a research uh, a few months ago, um, uh, and I interviewed people about uh, dream life. What is your dream life? And I was stunned. Uh, I think I interviewed like 16 people, and uh, I was stunned that more than 50% of the people didn't know what their dream life would look like. And I was stunned about it because if you don't know how your dream life look, looked like, how that's impossible to create your dream life, right? 
and and a lot of people said as if if they did know it they said well i don't have the money to um to live that lifestyle and i think it's the other way around because when you start to live your dream life like truly living it you will find a way how to um uh finance it but you have to make choices and sometimes that means you have to maybe sacrifice first before you can reap and a lot of people don't want to do that and i, I if you ask me and of course that's that's always easy when you look back right uh, and I think I couldn't do it sooner, but I wish I would have done this five years sooner, earlier. But I'm happy that I did it uh, in, in 2021. And, um, well, I am enjoying my life so much more than I ever have done before. And being financially independent makes it... Um, well, no stress. Very true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it. Yeah. Yes. Well, I think, Monique, I think that is a, a perfect spot to end the podcast. I, I want to say that I really appreciate you for coming on the podcast today and sharing your insights into the whole world, uh, you know, into your world, into what you're doing, into your incredible journey and how you were able to take the adversity you faced and turned it into what you're doing today and turned it into a way to really make a very positive impact. So I appreciate you for that. And uh, Monique, if people are interested in you and in the work that you're doing, where can they find out more about you? Well, um, I'm happy to, uh, uh, um, you, you, they, they can find me on LinkedIn. Um, and if you type in Monique Tonen, dream life alchemist, you will find me. Uh, I also have a Facebook account. I'm not uh, um, active on Instagram, but I'm on Facebook and on um, LinkedIn. Same thing if you uh, uh, check in with Monique Tonen, Dream Life Alchemist, you will find me on Facebook as well. There we go. Perfect. I'm going to have uh, all that will be linked up in the show notes. And I encourage everyone listening to check all that out in more detail. And Monique, thank you again so much for coming on the podcast today. Absolutely, Evan. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode and for supporting the Path to Podcast Success Show. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review letting us know what you think of the show so we can bring you the most value we can from these expert podcasters. Your support helps us reach more people looking to step up their podcast game so that they can continue to grow their brand and spread their message. So again, thank you for listening to this episode of The Path to Podcast Success, and we'll see you in the next episode.